Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of the Point 99 podcast. Bonus episodes excluded. A running podcast dreamed up by runners, for runners, talking about, you guessed it, running. If you're new to running, we hope to have topics and discussions that will help you along whatever path your journey is taking. Or, for any seasoned runners listening, maybe some stories that will have you empathising with our experiences and predicaments. We'll share the lot. Whether it's lessons we've learned during our own journeys, embarrassing stories, or heartstring pulling moments, we hope you'll stick with us and hopefully have a laugh along the way, sharing good vibes, positivity, and motivation. But enough about what you can expect from the show. Who are we? Well, you've already heard a lot about me at Mr. Underscore Steve underscore runs on Instagram. But we also have another Steve joining us, my co host, uh, for this new adventure. Running man Steve. How's it going, buddy? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Thanks. Can't complain. Um a lot going on today, but thankfully found some time so just been looking forward to this. Um come out of the blue, didn't it, really? But um yeah, I'm I'm in I'm in a good place, mate. Thank I, you. I know I kinda of, I think I dropped this uh, this this idea on you, but it's um it's one that I, I know that you've had ideas of it yourself for a while. Yeah. Um, you you have mentioned it in stories and actually talking about stories the way the way you uh, share a lot of stories in your 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 own running uh, stories at the moment i used to do that and i thought that's a, that's what really ties us together and i thought it was a really good way we're both we were both doing similar things so um why not why not give it a shout absolutely i think uh the, the point in which you shouted out to me with, with this one was um when i was meant to be five tips and it turned out to be 10 tips of because i just procrastinated a lot and went off on a tangent about my marathon experience but i know we come to another point and when he messaged i said yeah let's let's do this i've toyed with podcasts for a very long time um not just with with running there was the idea of doing a football podcast with a few of my friends that never materialized so now i'm excited to um excited to do this and hopefully some people out there will will find it useful yeah i think that's the hope as well as because i i find with a lot of stuff you hear um like when you when we're trying to find tips from other marathon runners they're usually club runners or they're they're really experienced and some of the tips they have just seem over the top for people like us like i've run two marathons you've won, run one we're, we're still really early doors so for for sharing experience i would i would like to think that we were more of the common man's sort of approachable characters i think that would be fair to say yeah i've um never been part of a running club um i might come across as as confident on on instagram but there are times where my personality says yeah a bit, you're a bit too much of an introvert for a club my friend um so stick to just stick to what you know works yeah. that being said that being said i did um a park run you will see on my stories uh, i done a park run on saturday my first one in a long time i met up with a few from from instagram like a little social run so it's a step in the right direction but I'm more of a solo runner. Um, I do my own thing um, with the guidance of my my training coach for my app. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm again. We're, that's where we're very similar. I'm a solo runner, um, more because of the geographic areas, and there are groups. There's Jog Scotland, but they are for me either a lot slower or a lot faster. There's no middle ground for running. Um, I could join a, a local athletics group. But again, it, there's a bit of a wait list for it, and it is kind of out as, as much of an extrovert I am. 
it's still out of my comfort zone to, to turn up as the new person. Same as joining a gym. It's, you're always going to be that new guy. And they're all going to be really welcoming, but you don't want to really step out that comfort zone. Yeah, no, that is um, that is fair to say, to be fair. Um, and plus, also, I like the fact of being a solo runner. I can... I can do what I want when I want. So with through my what I do for work and being a full-time dad, it doesn't always allow me to say I'll be there at Tuesday at 7 p.m. because often not, I might not be able to get there. So it all seems like a bit pointless. So if I'm doing something, I'm going to do it properly. So if I do it, I'll do it solo. Might do a couple of social runs here and there just to break it up. But other than that, it's, it's just me, myself, and well, for London, pavement. Yeah, and I think that yeah, you're right. It's it is commitment. It, life takes life will always take preference, and it should always take the the forefront Absolutely. to to commitments. Like we're that, not. Yeah. I, I don't want to say we're not athletes in because everyone that takes part in this fantastic sport, we are all athletes in our own right. But if I put it into context of someone that's their be all end all, that's what they do. They 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 train and they go to championships and whatnot. We've got life and i think that's what makes our stories resonate more with others because hopefully there's someone listening who is also a full-time parent and yeah. where can i fit it in and so on and so forth Just trying to fit everything trying to fit running around life and not life around running yes yeah 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 and i i think for me uh, i was talking to to my wife actually last night about this and i some i do sometimes find because we're not we're not parents and um I, I find sometimes with people, other people that aren't parents and they say, I don't have enough time in the day to go for a run. Well, how do you not have, to have enough time in the day if you get up at a sensible hour and you go to bed at a sensible hour so you get the block of sleep that you need? How do you not have enough time in the day? You work maybe eight hours a day for the most? You've got a lot of time all, left in the day. Yeah, it's all priority, isn't it? What's important to you? And uh, to be fair, I sort of have more respect's the wrong word understanding if someone just says to me you know what i can't be bothered but when it's that oh, i haven't got enough time in the day is that yeah there's always half an hour somewhere you can slot it in i mean i think i had this conversation with someone at work uh last week um talking about my running oh and i got enough time in the day and then just an hour later it's telling me that they watched an entire series of netflix on their day off i was like had time that's it yeah. you've got half an hour get outside that's, just say you don't want to do it that's... it is priorities is yeah enjoy enjoy life watch netflix but watch maybe an episode and then look forward to it the yeah. next day and go for a half hour run absolutely i always say whatever you do in life you need to enjoy we only get we only get one crack at life so yeah. whatever you do enjoy it so if you don't enjoy running don't do it find a different sport um do don't do something you hate because it's just absolutely a waste of life and I think you, you, that's that's definitely a point as well. Though you might not like running, but there's always something for you. Whether it takes you a little bit of time to find what sport is for you, whether it's cycling and it could be static cycling, or whether it is treadmill running. Because I hate treadmill running, but you love it, or you seem to love it <laughs> by comparison. You would have seen my uh, my stories from oh, the other yeah. day when I done a tempo session. It was horrendous. I'm definitely not looking forward to it um, with with the holiday coming up, and I know the temperatures aren't gonna be for, aren't gonna be friendly for running. I'll have to get up early and either run around the complex, or I'm gonna have to go to the gym and use the treadmill. And it's not it's not something I'm looking forward to. But having a half marathon a week after I come back, I'm gonna have to do some training as much as I I know I could just rock up and do it. Um, 
and actually do it properly, not just do what I used to do and rock up and do it and then have an injury or blister uh, myself to beyond belief. I can actually just rock up and do it as a as a confident, semi competent uh, participant now. Yeah. Right. Okay. So we're gonna move on though. <laughs> we've done our, we've done a nice bit of uh, of introduction and um and how how our weeks have kind of gone and who we are, but um. We're going to move on to a little bit more about our actual uh, history and how we got into running and fitness generally. So to give anyone listening the opportunity to learn more from us, your hosts, we've decided to spend the first episode sharing a little history about our journey, how we got into where we are today with running and what might have come before. There are definitely going to be listeners on both Instagram circles who aren't aware of, of who the other person is. Um, so for, for those people... It's to, to let you know a little bit about myself or running around Steve. So you can then follow our journeys uh, together. You might not want to follow either of us for whatever reason, and that's fine. But it gives you some context about who your hosts of the podcast are. Uh, so then you can feel more connection to to the podcast and, and think, think, I'm actually just like those guys. Those guys are the everyday, the everyman runners. Um, so, Steve, can you give us a little bit? about yeah. your story and how you how you got into uh, running fitness generally what might have come before at clubs uh, athletics uh, and any teams okay yeah so um i am it's a cliche but it's true so i'm gonna use it i am just an everyday runner like i have no ambitions to ever try and achieve more than what i'm doing now in a sense of um <clears throat> excuse me in um you see people go races for championships and so on and so forth. So my running, I've always been able, I've been one of those annoying people actually, Steve, that can pick up and drop physical activity when I felt like it and have not much in the way of an issue. Um, however, I was never the the sporty type when I was at school. I didn't take part in, in sports days. And you, you hear that quite often with with everyday runners these days is, oh, I, I I didn't do sports days at school when it was free, but now happy pay through the nose for the latest trainers, kit, events. I'll pay it. I'll happy pay it. Oh, was that it? It's 50 quid. Yeah, yeah but it's gone are the days of us being uh, kids where it was £12 for a pair of shoes and just go and have to do cross country or a, a running track. Yeah, no, I didn't do it. If you got to sports days, I'll, I, I said, I'm going to uh, sit this one out. And to be fair, I'm a bit was due to the fact that I wasn't confident enough. I, if I if I go back to an incident, um, I was in year seven, um, so 11 years old, playing for my secondary school team, um, defender, and the ball hit me and went in. Uh, and I couldn't deal with the amount of... Uh, pressure and, yeah, the responsibility of that. Yeah, and even though it's one of those things, I didn't have the character to basically tell them where to go with their thoughts but that being said things like that build you and mold you as you get older so if they didn't happen maybe i won't be you know the way i am now but if we fast forward back to to where we are now um <clears throat> so my sister actually she tagged me and there was a craze during a part of the pandemic um a bit like the ice bucket challenge was run five kilometers donate a fiver I can't remember what the charity was. Yeah, I remember that. I see. Now you said it. I, that that had slipped to the back of my mind. But yeah, that was a thing. 
and then nominate five people. And I wasn't on Instagram at this point. Um, so I thought, all right, I'll do that. And I actually really enjoyed doing it because that was during, you know, like I said, during, during some lockdowns. Um, and I thought, well, I'll go on a couple of runs here and there. And during those runs, I had a little thought to myself of what if I was to do an Instagram page um, to keep me accountable and see where I can go with this. Um, spoke to a few of my friends. I think, do, do you think this would be stupid? Am I, am I being, does, does anyone really care? Because you might understand this as well, Steve, as we have family and friends who are supportive, but if we was to tell them every day how I run when I go, mate, you are boring, shut up. Yeah, no, yeah, I I'm think that's the same for me. That's why I've got two Instagrams. One is yeah, my, my friends, family, exactly. colleagues, because I don't want to bore them. I don't put it on Facebook either because they don't care. They, they support me. They, they donate to any charities, but they they ultimately don't really care. Yeah, like, this, Steve, I don't care if you hit a mile in six <laughs> minutes. 20. I don't care. Um, so um, they said, yeah, go for it. So we set that up. And I thought to myself initially, maybe if I get 50 to 100 people following this would be fantastic and it just absolutely took off and i was trying to think why has it taken off so much and the fact that it took off so much was okay i'll keep going and i was learning about more events and certain people that i follow that have been there since day one um a follow we have in, in common uh lipstick and trainers emma, yeah, uh, yeah. incredibly emma and run through and whatnot and i started learning about their events so where i am today is purely because of the pandemic um if the pandemic didn't happen i don't think i'd be on the journey that i've been on and, and where i'm going now it'd become a lifestyle because there wasn't that strong will before the pandemic it was a it was very flippant very very flippant i might go to the gym i might not who cares yeah, i suppose uh, that's yeah you with 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 the pandemic your your hand was almost forced off there's very little else you could do so you had to then fill your day with with other things uh, that yeah i mean obviously i had i was fortunate to have some form of structure because i was still working on a uh, at work it was based so um myself my team um and the duty managers team for the for the whole place that i work in because we still had to by regulation still be on on site um but there was the ugly side of my job, um, and that was I had to have conversations with people that have maybe been in the airport for 15, 20 years, some a year, didn't really matter. I'm really sorry, but you've not got a job anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and that weighed very, very heavily on my conscience. And it did affect me, it affected my home life more than I thought it was doing. Um, so I needed to find an outlet, and running was my outlet, to just get out there and just, just dump as many stresses as I can and then come home and 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 then still do the day to day runnings of 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 home and I think my daughter was one at the time so we still had a sort of structure in place there but the running was my was my escape to almost deal with the fact that I've had to do some some ugly horrible conversations so it definitely I think it saved me mentally it's it's where I am with that one um, previously I'd done a couple of ten k's. I think it was called the British 10K. It might be the Essex 10K now. I think they took over it. I've done it in 20, yeah. Yeah, 2014, 2015. Done a little cancer research, but nothing of substance, no training, not like I am now. Um, I'm enjoying the running a lot more now that I know what I'm doing. There's still a lot I can learn, but it's from people like yourself and others that that we talk to day in, day out on, the, on a platform where the running community really, really care. So with, with um, so those 10Ks, sorry, um, 
did you did you just turn up and it was a suck it and see sort of thing on the day or did you do a little bit of training for those i did not train whatsoever i mean i i turned up one time in a very very baggy pair of nike bottoms an oversized t-shirt that was as red as anything can be saying the bobby moore cancer foundation i think it was called um and there's a picture of me just sitting there after and i was absolutely battered in uh, i think someone would learn from that but I don't fast forward i went to 2014 and 2015 british 10k's just rocked up like yeah no worries and they were awful runs if i look back on them now they were they were disgusting runs i was i weren't prepared for it i hadn't trained for them out of breath awful anything like me though you look back on those photos and you think who is that guy why why did i turn up like that that's i look horrendous what's what's all about what are you doing but there are people that will turn up like that for events now and i think you know, I used to go to the gym quite often as a naturally slim person. I was obsessed with trying to get big, and it took me a while to realize genetically that was not my makeup. Um, but there are people that go to the gym and they might have, I don't know about in Scotland, mate, but in London, some of the, some of the outfits are, are, are shockers. Um, yeah, no, I can imagine. Never shoots. Um, they are they're, they're rascal, but they are doing what they think they know so rather than you know we don't ridicule people we might have a little chat and say you might benefit more if you were in something else maybe for example but i look back on those pictures and i'm just like what what were you doing you fool no you're right it's maybe more of a london thing seeing seeing (laughs) the way some people dress there's not there's a lot of people up here but at the same time they've kind of followed the trend of if it's if it's the lassies it tends to be the the yoga pants style um leggings and the, and the kind of crop tops and the guys tend to be the short shorts or the big baggy shorts and the vest tops. It's uh, it's quite generic American style, I would say. Uh, if you ever come to London, just come to Ilford with me and I'll show you some things. <laughs> some sites, <laughs> true sites. You will think I'm getting out of the South now. <laughs> <laughs> so go, going back to what you're saying about um, playing for the school team, was, was it literally just the school football team? There was no furtherment there? It you, you you finished school and you you cut off ties with any involvement yeah. with teams and sports. No, it it was literally just um, a school football team year seven. Um, the football kit was absolutely horrendous. <laughs> I I was the last year of that school that had all purple. <laughs> well, so we we would turn up to these football matches, or and we just got the. We looked like we'd been slapped with a can of Vimto. We were just purple shorts, purple T-shirt, purple socks. It was horrendous. Um, and, yeah, after school, I didn't – I just started working after school. I didn't really do – maybe the only activity I do is go and play football with my friends or get up very early to go to the gym on my on my non-successful mission to just get big because um, that was sort of the pressures when I was around about 20, 20 to 23 Everyone that I knew was just trying to get big. Oh, got to get big muscles because that's yeah. what a man should look like. But now, as like I embrace what I am now, I yes, I am still naturally slim, around about ten stone six, five eleven. But it enables me to 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 run at paces that I can, and enables me to do so for long distances. So uh, I've learned to embrace who I am and not try and be something for 
for anyone else. Nah, definitely, I can, I can definitely uh, sim- not sympathise, uh, empathise, and kind of uh, tie time with that. I'm the same. I, I grew up with that. You had to lift weights. You had to have muscles. And I'm I'm six foot four, and I'm just I just dipped under fourteen stones. So I'm on the threshold of what is healthy for, or they say what is healthy for 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 a six foot four guy. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's it's a lot more work to get to get muscles, and it, it's just one of those ones where unless you're, um, unless you're at it day in day out, and you're 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 hitting your protein targets and you're doing everything that you need to do, you're not it's not going to work for for the average Joe like me who is just there in maybe in the bedroom or in, in nowadays in the shed doing strength and conditioning, just hitting it maybe every twice a week or something it just it's it's more sustaining muscle rather than building muscle that that's exactly i'm I'm more interested now in making sure that my muscles and joints can cope with the load that we're putting through our bodies when we're when we're running particularly now in 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 marathon training um because that was one of my downfalls in the last one um so yeah i'm doing more what my body can how it can help me rather than trying to put it through stress for a goal that is not that important yeah and that's uh, that's where a lot of a lot of runners likely have their downfall is is strength and conditioning so certainly i was the same uh you have to maintain your muscles that you can run and run run and run and you'll build muscle but unless you're doing all the other parts to go with it you'll you'll hurt your knees you'll pull your calves you'll 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 do untold damage to yourself and then you'll be off for weeks and you'll be sitting sulking because you can't go out running you haven't done your strength and conditioning you haven't you haven't done what you need to do and that's what you really we both know now that you have to do you have to take running seriously to the to the point where if you if you're not an everyday runner i'm not an everyday runner you're more of an everyday runner than than i am but you have to think about if you're running on a schedule like i am a tuesday a thursday and a sunday fit in some strength and conditioning and around that and have a rest day, have a day off. And you're not going to, it's not going to hurt you having a day off, but if you don't do any form of strength and conditioning, it's going to hurt you. No, that's, that's absolutely true. So for me, I'm, I'm running on a, a Monday, Wednesday, a Thursday and a Saturday, and then I chuck in a strength and conditioning on a Wednesday. So if I don't put that in the middle of the week, I will feel it by the end of the week. So I'm feeling really good now because I'm doing that. And surprisingly, I'm going into a deload week next week, week four, and I still feel fresh. So the importance of strength and conditioning is, is speaks for itself. Now, with strength and conditioning, are you someone that uses, regularly uses foam rollers or a massage gun? Um, yeah, so I actually class that for myself as, as recovery because I can do it very easily at home. So I never take any of that stuff with me to the gym. When I go to the gym... Um, I just use weights and not necessarily heavy weights, just enough to load onto the body to to build the muscle rather than just doing body weight only. But at home, um, I will use most nights. Every other night, I will use my um, my foam roller and massage gun. Absolutely. Cool. That's that's a great insight into to how you've got how you got going. It really, it's it, I think it's a story that a lot of people have of they they're forced almost forced to do sport when they're at school and then it kind of dies a death until a point that you're really have to look at your life and go all right i'm not getting it i'm not getting any younger i need to try to look after myself and you might then join a, 
a, an amateur league football team or a, a, a kick around group but more approachable for everyone is running and i suppose with what you mentioned with with parkrun as well it is it is more approachable and accessible to a lot of people you don't have to spend a lot of money on it most of us do yes you really don't have to spend a lot of money on it that is the biggest lie ever told is go running it's free and then you realize (laughs) no because it's got worse it's got i've you know even if i go to like a an outlet you're still going to spend quite a bit in there because it's cheap it's always cheap so i'll buy some more stuff yeah uh, you're yeah and it, the we're going to have hopefully have in the podcast we're going to going to have one of my friends who's, who's really on the, the early stages of his running journey and i did say to him he, he was asking what do i need to to really get going I'm like you just need a cheap pair of shoes that's all you need something that's not going to hurt your feet just try them on they have to be comfortable but don't go too crazy because you might not you might not like it. And what's the point of spending lots of money? Come the next day, he's ordered himself like one of the middle to high range Garmin watches. He's ordered uh, one of the higher range Brooks shoes, and he's ordered all these clothes. And like, whoa, whoa, dude, you, you're what are you doing? Um, and in reality, he he did go out for a running session, and the, he used the the Garmin app, uh, put in all his details. And he went for it and he put himself off. So that's when I come back from holiday, that's my that's my one of my tasks to to get him back out to be a friend and semi coach of I kind of know what I'm doing, but get him running from from lamppost to lamppost. But he just he just went over the top. And I think a lot of people think you have to do that to be a runner, but you can just you can just put shoes on. Um, but when you're looking at Instagrams like cars and you're seeing the sales on and you're buying a £60 pair of shoes in the sale or a £120 pair of shoes, or if you're, what, the Vaporflies, how much are they? £200? Um, they are, I think that they're, so I got a pair of those in the Black Friday sale. So there was 224 then it went down wow. to 134 And then I think I got an extra 25% off because I was a Nike, Nike member. So I think I paid £101 for them. They're sitting in my wardrobe. I thought, I'm not, I'm not taking you out yet. I want to take them out for a race. Um, but yes, they are They are sitting in my wardrobe because it's calling me on a daily basis. I'm like, not yet. Have you yeah. broken them in? I went out for a, like a child at Christmas. <laughs> they come. They've got to come on my feet right now. So <laughs> I put them on and I was literally, if you would have seen it, I was walking around um, my, my flat much like in uh, Step Brothers when uh, Will Ferrell says, we can do so much activity in here when he makes the... <laughs> I was like, we can run fast, we can jump, no one can... <laughs> and I went out for a one-mile run, and I th- with no with no extra effort, I, th- I think I put in a, a mile in about 6.10, 6.18, something around that figure. And I thought, these are like rockets. I'll put them back in the cupboard, so they're hiding there. So, yeah, a bit like Jumanji, they're calling me from the wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> I had the same I had the same I'll, we'll get on to my history in, in a little bit but I had the same when I started off with Brooks and it was um it was ghosts and I can't remember I think it was ghost 12s years ago and I got bought them uh for a Christmas present or something the folks had bought it for me and they were in the sale so I got got these Brook 12s and I've been running in them and they, at the time they were quite big thick thick heels the drop on it I didn't know about drops at the time and I went for it and they were okay and then I did I've made them last for ages and I got another pair of brooks and they got faster and then I moved over to on running 
and I got these, I think it was the Cloud Flyers. And oh my God, when you put them on, it's just like you say, it's like rockets. It's like you just had NASA strapped some rockets to your feet and it just felt so much faster. And they feel so different. They feel like you're walking in, because in, the, hill, the hills are so big for the cushioning, for the drop. And you're like, wow, these are so much more different. So uh, yeah, I just love new trainers and putting them on. I just, like somebody say to me, I said to him, what, what, what's the vapor flyers like? He goes, it's better off if you, if you don't know. It'll be cheaper. <laughs> No, and now I'm here. I've got them. I've bought some Nova Blast. I've got Pegasus. I'm like, what am I doing? That's. I've just remembered the name that my friend bought. He bought the Jelsons. The uh, I think it's the Jelsons are called, and they they are like the premium the premium Brook shoe. <laughs> just like, what are you doing? You should have gone for the ghosts to begin with, mate. <laughs> do you have a Do you have an event in mind for them though? Do you, uh, Do you have something booked to get the Pegasus to get the vapor flies out? Um, well, so one thing I'm going to do during this marathon block is I am going to put some races in there. So I didn't do any races apart from the big half four weeks prior to the marathon just to see where I was at. I think I'd done a, a 138 in that half marathon. Yeah, you did um, a phenomenal time in that. I remember seeing that because you, you quite rightfully so were chuffed, uh, kind of pleased as punch in, uh, on your stories. So I was I was so happy that because, you know, I thought to myself, oh, this oops. it was an amazing time. It was a great a great thing, and it was just validation of where I was. But looking back on it, I know that probably could have gone quicker. It might sound crazy, and I don't want anyone thinking I'm sounding ungrateful. It's because someone says, "Oh yeah, I think I done my my PB of twenty one oh seven. One of the um, one of the girls from Instagram, Lucy, she went, "You just run a twenty one oh seven. It's it's like it's nothing. So it's not that it's." I just hold myself quite high, accountably uh, quite high. Yeah. I'm quite hard on myself sometimes. But I do know with strength and conditioning, I probably could have run that two or three minutes quicker. So it's those little lessons we learn. Right, back to the question, I will use them for some some events. Um, I'm looking at a couple of run-through events closer to the time of the marathon. Um, and I might even use my deload week as the long run and deload week at some points as a race week. I know it kind of goes against, but I would have done less mileage coming up to that point. Um, so I will do, because I will not run the marathon in a pair of trainers that I've not done enough distance on, because that could just can be a complete game changer and just ruin your day. Yeah, you, you very much could, could ruin your feet that way if you've not really broken them in. You don't have enough, enough practice in them to really, really get them going. And with what you were saying there about times and, and other people looking at times, I think there is a there is a bad habit from runners. As much as we we know we shouldn't, we look at other people and we think, I I could be running that, but we are are we are yeah. on our own journeys and we we all run different times. You, you can be envious of it all you want, but you have to you have to accept you are who you are and your strength and conditioning and your training can get you so far, but you're never you we're we're different heights, we're different weights, we we were fairly similar for a long time, but. At the end of the day, you are you are a smaller, more agile beast than I am. <laughs> and so your times will be effectively quicker than mine. Yeah, and I've always said it's it's what you should remember is it is relative. Now I I in a reverse thing, I don't I won't won't look at someone and go, oh, I wish I could do that. Um so there are there are certain athletes or out there and people on Instagram that are Super, super quick, but I see it as aspirational. How close can I get to there without giving all of my life away? 
Yes. Um, yeah, I think so yeah, it, people like the best athletes, best athletics. They, those guys are serious, and they are they're training day in day I, out. I I've had the the fortune to I've been lucky enough to have a chat with the with with Nick from um, Best Athletics. Um, super great, a great guy. He's always been so polite, and he's always been so um, helpful and and a, a cheerleader. And he's not my coach, but you know I met him at the London Expo as well great guy but they did them you know him uh, a chap called called um fellow called craig um super good runners and super helpful with sharing their knowledge so i'll always share my knowledge so there are people that will send me messages and they say oh, we find you inspirational i'll go how are you finding me inspirational i'm just steve from london <laughs> i just i just run every day and i'm i'm that 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 bloke that just documents everything on the gram, so to speak. Um, but you never know who's watching. So yeah. rather than look, rather than looking at people and wishing you were them, it's just being yourself and you're helping other people out um, either way. Yeah, and we, we can, we can I, I suppose if you're, if you're level enough to, as, as I, I find you're definitely quite a level guy, to, to, to know that people are, there are other accounts that have maybe only got 15 posts or something and they are very early in their stage. They've, they've just started running because they've yeah. signed up for a marathon or, or a half marathon because they want to do a set goal before they hit a certain landmark age or something. And we were at that stage one point. And, and the, the best athletics guys know that as well. But at the end of the day, they are, they are what you would categorise as athletes. They, athletes. they, they are Absolutely. That's their life. Absolute animals, yeah, honestly. And yeah. it's, it's all it genuinely is all inspiring uh, and like i said people will message me my, my little humble self and say oh you've helped me through this week um there's a chat called rob um whose whose goal is to do a five hour sub five hour marathon so i'd give him as much i've never met him but i'll give him as much support as i can if he's okay <laughs> sorry the dog's going mental there because the postie the postie's uh the postie's just come but i thought uh, we'll, we'll continue anyway because it's part it's, it's part of life of we're, we're recording a podcast in and around life i'm jealous you get a postie i mean i've not seen my one for a long time <laughs> I, don't, I just want to say if i have any posties i listen i do apologize please send me my letters unless they're bills you can keep <laughs> I, I mean maybe you're not getting mail that's the thing you might not be getting anything <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, I know, right? Um, but no, like I say, there's, there's a chat called Rob, and his aim is, you know, to do sub five, um, and so I just sh- checking on him, see how he's doing, see how he's running, going. I get him to check in with me and tell me how his run's gone. So there's, if he has those thoughts of, oh, I can't be able to go get it. He knows I'm waiting for him to tell me how his run went. So get out there and get it done. Let me know how it went, and you feel better for it. So we help each other out. We have to help each other out. Um, and that's why the running community is, is for me, far better than the gym community. When I was in the gym community, everyone looks at I think there was one time where someone said, literally said to me, if you're not X size by X day, I'll take you upstairs and I'll help you. I was like, well, I'm getting out of the gym culture because, <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not in it for that. But I've not met, I've not encountered one rude runner yet. So, and I've been doing it for, come on, it's two years now. Yeah, no, I, I can't. I, I, I do know that you, not. I've not that I've met rude runners, but there's obviously a during race day. There's always going to be runners that come across as rude. And, um, there was an event at the weekend. Was it the Valen? Was it the Valencia 10k? Um, one of the Spanish ones, wasn't it? And 
those are when you see those elite athletes and there was there was a there was a fall wherever it was there was a fall and instead of just stopping helping everyone up and losing 30 seconds everyone's just like barged past and to me that is a rude runner because they've got it in their head they need to beat their pb on that particular day yes it's it's and when 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 you get to the point where your statistic individually counts more than the fact that someone could get trampled to death takes over that's not ideal and i'm not saying everyone in the running community is a fantastic person because like all walks life there's bad apples everywhere but by and large it's, it's been very welcoming and the fact that I was welcomed into a community. I am then owed to pass it on and welcome someone else into it and make them feel that, okay, they might not be what they think a super quick runner, but you're a runner because you're getting out there. And I did say to, I did say to Rob, I said, mate, it's harder for for someone to run a five hour marathon than it is for me to try and get three and a half hours because you spend a lot more time on your feet. Your cadence is, is far lower, more stress on the body. So in fact, you running a five-hour marathon is harder. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But also going back on what you were, you were saying there, of, yeah, we 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 are we are all early. We were sorry once all early on our um our Instagram kind of journeys and and lives, and we were trying to find our feet. And there were people uh, that helped us to get confident and 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 find our feet. And for both of us, actually, I think Emma uh, of lips, lipstick and trainers um handle name she was really good and she was still quite a sizable um influencer at the time but she took the time to to help us feel welcome in the community and i think that's that's what it takes sometimes i always find if i'm scrolling through my feed and i see someone's had a post up for 24 hours and it's not that we're doing it for likes it is it's about accountability but at the same time, if someone's done a really good session and they've got a PB or something, and they just don't have any likes on it, I feel I feel like you have to to give it back to them, not just drop them a like, but also drop them a comment because they, they you know you never know what someone they might be looking at that or scrolling through their phone, opening their app every couple of minutes and going, I'm not getting any interaction here, and it might it might yeah. adversely affect them. And it, yes, that maybe toys with the the mental uh, the mental side of things but it is about supporting people that are early on their journey who maybe need to learn that it's not about likes it's it is about sharing your journey but also supporting each other at the same time no that absolutely i think there was um so a little (laughs) a little story people don't you don't know your impact you know and what maybe your account means means to them and what they take from it so during the london marathon um last year it got to about three three to four miles in three miles because just before we all met up with the other the colors that color wave starts and and i hear this voice from behind me shout steve and i'm thinking i don't know one on the course today well i do but they're not in different areas so i turn around and there's this and i'm thinking where do i know you from but i'm not gonna be rude i'm like hey how you doing so and so forth and he asks for a selfie and this blew my tiny little mind i was thinking you're asking me I don't get it. I can't say, yeah, no, go for it, mate. And then I spent about the rest of the five miles thinking, who was that? Who was that? Who was that? And then I got tagged in a post. I went, oh, it's you. <laughs> I didn't. You, do you know what I mean? I've messaged you. I, I do, exactly I do apologize. what you mean. I, I had a similar I was, thing where I was I, registration for the, the, the Baxter's Loch Ness last year. And I, I'd finished my registration and I was going back towards the car and I sees this guy. And um, I could, he looked at me, I looked at him, I go, I know your face. 
But could I remember his name? Could I remember where from? And I was pretty confident it was Instagram. And it was only like three hours later. I'd gone through all different configurations of names that I thought it was. And it ended up being something completely different. But it's amazing how you see people, but you don't expect to see them as well now. Yeah, and, that, and that's the great part of it. You know, I've already I've already sent out some messages for, for London Marathon this year going, anyone, let's meet up at the thing where you get the numbers because you're much more confident in that. There are some people doing marathon for the first time. They might want someone to travel with. So I know a couple of people in the area. Uh, well, not my area, but they're going to use the same station as me. Um, so it's just just make it as easy as possible for each other. Yeah, definitely. We're, 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 we're going to hopefully, it will, not hopefully, definitely, episode two is going to, we're going to focus on our marathon experiences. Now, like I've already said, Steve's, Steve's done one yeah. and he's currently in his marathon block, uh, training block for, for London Marathon again uh, this year, which is, yeah. it, just, it just seems to be a blink of an eye because it was October last year and it's back to April this year. April, isn't it? Yes, it's uh, April 23rd. Yeah. So we will cover um, how we got on with our well, for me, it was my uh, Edinburgh Marathon was last last May was my first marathon and Steve's first London Marathon in October. Uh, we also have uh, more discussions on, on how Steve's training is going for, for London this year. Uh, but I'll also then cover how my second marathon went in comparison to my first and, and the the. A complete difference of how I felt that went because I had a little bit of knowledge and the experience behind it but certainly for anyone running a marathon for the first time it is really good to meet people um, on the marathon day on the marathon morning because they're they're gonna help settle your nerves and and uh, if you can reach out to the community if you know someone's running a marathon you're going to everyone's generally a genuinely nice person. I I I don't think I've met anyone from the community that has been anything but that so far. No, no, absolutely same. Even when you go to these expos, um, I was chatting away to just random strangers. Um, chat to a, a guy from Boston, and he says this was he was running. His story was he was running London as his final star, and I was like, oh, chat with him on his journey, and it's like it's inspiring. I mean, I'll never. And I can categorically, I always say never say never, but I'll categorically say never will I be collecting all of the uh, the marathon majors. Um, but it's inspiring to see that somebody is doing what they're doing and it pushes you a bit further. But absolutely, we'll cover it in the, in the marathon one, but I would always say you just help each other out because a conversation can take away the, the stress and the thought of what you're about to go and do because the marathon is no joke. It's no, it's no, it's no... Um, it's not, it's not a party. There's party vibes to it, but you find out a lot about yourself. You definitely do learn a lot about yourself. And um, yeah, we'll cover that. We'll cover that in more detail in, in episode two, um, which we hope will be in a fortnight's time from when this one drops, because we won't, we won't put a time, we're not time stamping this because it, it may not go out the week that we're recording it. And then there's a knock on effect to when the second one recording. But uh, our, our plan is to definitely to be a bi-weekly podcast and we want to we want to share our journey and and things that we find will help the community first before we then potentially look at bringing in other um influential or inspirational athletes that we 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 connect with and yeah. we think that would help yeah. the other other members of the community yeah that would be that would be um that would be good and obviously uh 
hopefully this is coming across very well for people. It's my first time I've ever done a, uh, a podcast. Um, so, yeah, it'll be, be TV issues here and there, won't there? We go off a tangent a little bit, but um, that's real life. Parking in the yeah. background. <laughs> have a postman deliver it. You know, it's all good. It's all fine. I don't know. Um, he's actually delivering but... more shoes. That's what he's delivering. No, he's not. <laughs> Got more vapor flies, isn't he? He's got more. Yeah. Are you uh, with with that? That's a question, actually. Are you uh, are you specific to one brand, or or do you like just? I float about different brands. Um, are you uh, the type of person that will do that, or do you just say, you know what, I'm going to stick to that one brand and that's it? No, I I I, I float around. Um, as I say, I started with Brooks. Um, just on, I didn't I didn't really know anything about. I didn't know anything about running shoes or or where to start and what heel drops were, heel toe drops. Uh, so it was a go on the running machine and, and run for it, uh, the, one of the local stores, and, and give it a go. And they would they would check how your footfall was and they would say, okay, that's quite a neutral supportive shoe. That's that's fine for you. And that's how it started for me with Brooks. Um, I, I then kind of, just because I'd used Brooks before, I then upgraded to the more recent uh, version of them. And I come stuck with the brand because I I also won a pair of shoes during during lockdown. There was this um, not park run and run happy Scotland. I, I, the, I think the, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, and unfortunately, the I was one of one of like I think two winners. I don't think there was anyone else. And the the, the girl who won the first lot, she, I, I don't think she's on Instagram anymore. But I saw that she'd won a pair of shoes. I didn't think this was a thing, and I thought, oh, good on her. But I wish it was me. And then. I get a DM dropped in, and it was another. It was another pair of ghosts. But I, at the same time, I I, I did have vouchers for. Uh, I was given vouchers for for different places, and I thought, well, what can I use these on? And it just so happened they they had on running, and I'd been almost not um, not fantasizing about the on running because you see them online, you think they're very expensive at the time when you, when you don't really know anything about running shoes, you're looking at the price and you're going, that's expensive, but. I had the I had the money there. Yeah. I had the voucher, so I did I did kind of move over to to on running. And like I said previously, it was like night and day for me. They they were a lot lower profile. Uh, I can't say I still knew in about the heel drop, but the only the only downsides to what I was finding with those were because you've got that cloud um, profile underneath. It's prone to getting stones and gravel, and because of my my location it's almost impossible to run anywhere without getting gravel in your foot and you can feel every lump and bump but it didn't put me off i i, I stuck with on running uh at the same time as as brooks i kind of tried to, to to almost cycle through my shoes which i didn't know was a thing at the time i just did it um but i i've very much been a a brooks and on running guy i'm, I'm more brooks at the moment um i've, I've used yeah. the stealth uh, the levitate stealth fits and they've almost done a thousand a thousand kilometers they're such a good shoe and i, I actually run my marathon in in those but then i i do like to, to to not just stick to one shoe as well within a brand and i do have my current running ones are are the the ricochet i think they're probably more my shoe but without then also just buying another pair of those, which I fully intend to do because they are perfect for me. I'm now moving over to Hoka to to really give it to give them a go as well and see because you never know what what brands is for you unless you try most of the brands. And I, I definitely know that New Balance isn't for me. I've tried a couple of their shoes and it just doesn't work. 
So we'll try Hawker. But yeah, I, I tend I tend not to just stick to one brand. But at the same time, I've had a lot of Brooks and they are proven to be very good for, for my running style. Yeah, that's to sit finally training for your style, isn't it? Really? I remember when I was, I know you went going back to the point you said about going on the treadmill it reminds me of a funny uh, funny thought I had years back so in the shopping centre just just by me West Stratford they used to have an uh, I think it was an Asics I'm not sure an Asics but they had um, a part of it where you could put the trains on and run up and down and I remember my young self a younger self walking past and thinking what are you running up and down and shot for what's wrong with them yeah, and now I'm like yeah. I can't find shots to run up and down <laughs> As as well though, it's, it's better when you do, if you if you don't if I I I on a way I've been lucky. So my mum worked in in retail and she worked in um, in shoes for a while in, in a shoe shop. So I knew about where's the pressure point of if you of your heel and your toe because it a lot of brands it bursts through, and, and at that point I can't remember what's the, what's their name. You've probably seen them as well. I have them in all my shoes now. But it's like a toe shield. It's it'll, I'll I'll find the name and I'll 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 share it on on social media. But I have to have these in my shoes now because I'm really toe heavy, uh, and it stops me getting that really big hole. But they've also now got a, a heel protector, and that's what I found when I didn't have them in my levitates, and I've got a big hole in the heel mm. there. But I've 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 since learned that they do these heel protectors. So my hawkers, fingers crossed, won't have any holes in the toes or the heels. Uh, what, uh, what, what sort of foot striker are you? Because I've never had any issues at all like it. <laughs> I, I, I say I'm very, I'm very, I'm very toe heavy. Um, I, I don't run on my toes, which is really odd that you would be toe heavy then. Uh, I, I do strike the heel first. I am, a, I'm a heel strike, and then roll to the toe. But it's like when I get to the toe, I really force the toe. Yeah, I've not really. So you see, for me, I'm more of a mid foot striker. Yeah. Um. So maybe that's why I've not had those issues there, but it's um it's definitely it's interesting learning about different people and how how they run and what effects they got to have to 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 get the most out of their out of their running shoe. But that goes to same same with the, what we were saying with everyone's different in in with fitness and times. Same with shoes. Everyone's different with shoes and the way that we plant our feet. And it, it makes it reminds me of uh, the last the last half marathon I did in Inverness, and I've signed up for the one coming in up in March, but. I was running along, it's about halfway round, and I hear this guy say to a girl behind me, oh, you've got such a, a nice running style, you're constantly on your toes. And she was so shocked, she was she was really, she took it took it in a way it was meant, it was really nice. But at the same time, she was like really shocked that, that, that there was someone nerdy enough to notice foot strike and, and, uh, and appreciate that that style might actually be like the prime running style. Yes, I, I, I guess with that, I, the, the prime running styles, whatever works for each individual. But um, yeah. as long as, as long as you're not overreaching, it's, it's you're all good, really. I mean, I've I've spent, and we'll go into and onto the onto the marathon training episode. But it's worked a lot. I've worked a lot more on my on my form um, to help performance and help the body. So it's definitely something that is worth somebody's time if you are a new runner listening to this um there's a lot of information out there you obviously can message us for 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 advice but form is so important and i use my easy runs to to lock my form down um but 
it's, it's we're all it's all different, isn't it? Really, but it's not something you look at when you start. Right? You're not looking at your form. You're, you're not really. You're just interested about getting around whatever your target is. And for most people, it tends to be yeah. the first either a mile or a five k. And they're just they just want to get around the torture of that. They don't care about the form. Whereas in reality, the form yeah. would help a lot more. Um, and, and things like cadence as well. It's it's really nerdy yeah. in a way, but it does help to to know what your your yeah. form and cadence and is. Like like many, I've I've learned the hard way. I've been in the physio room a few times um, <laughs> from various issues, and that's how we've learned. Unfortunately, sometimes that's the only way you are going to learn. Yeah, you learn through injury, and then that's it's it's a it's a negative of of, and I think it puts a lot of people off. But uh, you you do learn through through your experiences. You can you can't you can only take so much from other people's experiences, uh, but you can only really learn from your own. And and if you have to subject yourself to to an injury, you, you learn a lot more from it. Absolutely. Just taking as many, I always say, take as much information as you can from others and then take the bits that would work for you, try them. If they work for you, they work for you. If they don't, they don't. Um, but it's, it's the way I approach anything in life. I'll listen, I'll take everyone's knowledge and I'll just work out what works for me. Yeah. But I think at this stage, though, I'll, I'll, I'll jump on because you, you have started that you started it there with, with asking it really about what shoes I'm, the brands I'm with. And um, for, for a little bit of context for, for anyone else, I'll go through a little bit of my history and it's very similar to your own it starts off yeah. secondary school um and, and again geographically speaking the, the the main things that you do in well certainly where i am and i think for a lot of schools in scotland it's, it's all about cross country you either play football hockey swim or you do cross country we, we don't have such a thing as running tracks unless you're maybe one of the city schools in Glasgow or Aberdeen, Edinburgh. So you're, you're, you're doing cross country. And it was something that I was always middle of the field. I couldn't really be bothered. I was, I, I loved PE, like everyone loves PE, but I just couldn't be bothered. And it's really, it, it's funny now because it's the same routes that I'm running. I, I deliberately go and run now. And at the time I was running these going, oh, I just, I just wanted to be over. I don't want to be here. <laughs> yeah. Um, it started it started there for me i i kind of almost fell into uh i, I fell into athletics then because i was like i say the six foot four or it would have been a little bit shorter at the time but when you're like the tallest tallest guy in your year the the it's inevitable that it falls upon you if you if you have any interest in sport that you'll do the triple jump and the long jump uh, so I had a little bit of interest, but like with with a lot of people, I think unless you're really into your sport or your running, it did it did drop off when I left the school. I didn't really do anything when I started working. Um, which is looking back, we can you can always look back in, in hindsight. I think maybe I should have maybe I should have joined a club or maybe I should have done things. But you are, or well, certainly I was less confident back then. Uh, I was a really shy guy that just. I just wanted to, to play computer games and, and get my work done. And that was it. I, I didn't really want to, to step out of my comfort zone. And it really took a good number of years before I found myself um, listening to colleagues who were cyclists. And that's where that's really where I've come from uh, is cycling and, and the, jumping on a, on a road bike and cycling 100 miles, which might sound to other people like a hard 
hard thing to do. Uh, and in reality, it is. But that's that's where I, I got up to the point where I was cycling a long distance. But I was never I was never really I still then fit. I, I, I when I did eventually get into running because of the same the same members of the office who had got me into cycling and kind of got me into well maybe you should think about doing a little bit of running. I was I was running off and on. Um and I think the, the the big change for me was was running a 5k an official event 5k and it was it was my wife that got us to sign up and it's the same as yourself it was it was one of those ones where I look back at the photo and I think why did I dress like that who is that guy but it was it was really the first stage for me and and it was it was one of those ones where I didn't train I turned up I did okay um, got a medal and that was that was the main thing and that's I've, I've always really been running events for medals I've been one of those people that turns up to the t-shirt and the medal and um, it's only been more more recently that I'm there going I need the time as well but the medal the medal if it's not got a nice looking medal I ain't gonna do it uh, it's there's no point no. for me um, no, I'm much the same to be fair and obviously they there's that big contentious argument of should all medals be wooden now and i'm like oh, I, do, I do like the planet but i do like a good medal <laughs> yeah it's just, there's there's a lot of events that have really nice wooden medals and i think the the russell guys have they've got really like beautiful medals but then there's also just like it just to me it feels like there's no effort in a wooden medal it's just like someone in their garage has just cut it out and engraved it um which is it's still an effort having having been a person being someone who designs medals for for other people there's effort in that but you just you just can't be a heavy piece of metal that you knock a child out with <laughs> i mean yeah i mean <laughs> just to I'm not going to bring your children out of a medal. My, my daughter's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, it, that kind of stage, it kind of got me into looking at other events. And uh, it's when when you live in the Highlands, you're very limited. You've either got your fun runs, the occasional fun run, and you get you get the little medals that you, you can buy online. And you think, what's the point in that? It's probably cost a pound, but it, you still do them. But you're also looking at the bigger events, and I've done. I don't know how many Inverness half marathons now. I think it's like five or six. And for years, I turned up and I, I never did any training or I did very little training because like yourself, it's not it's, physically, I've I've always been able to just kind of turn up. I've, I'm, I've never carried that much weight. I've always been quite an athletic sort of build, quite slim and be able to carry myself quite well. But you, when you've done two or three years of it and you've not learned from your mistakes, you're still getting blisters because your shoes haven't been, you haven't changed your, your whatever shoes you're wearing. If you've been using them for years and they've done whatever number of kilometers are well worn, you, you think, well, I can't walk. And then you have to walk. So your times are, your times are dismal and you build yourself up yeah. to it. And I think my lowest point uh, when it, when it comes to, to eventing and, and how I, my history is I did I did turn up at this this half marathon and I, I ran it and I had to walk little bits of it and I was doing really well, but about three four kilometers from the end I hit the wall, and you think maybe you don't think there's a thing you can do other than at marathons, but I I just hit this this wall I had no energy, and there was this fella and he had his little boy on his back on his shoulders, and it was he must have been cheering all along his his partner or something, but he was there to support. And he had this little boy and he goes to me, dude, you're, you look so knackered. He says, 
do you need a need a chocolate bar or something? Will that help you? And I'm like, that would be that would be the best. You would be a lifesaver. So he proceeds to take yes. this little boy off his shoulders. And he's got a wee backpack on and he goes into the little boy's backpack and he goes in and he takes out this little snack sized chocolate bar and he hands it to me. And in my head I'm going, I can't take I can't take a candy from a kid i really can't take sweets from a kid but at the same time you don't want to be like no no i can't i can't, I really can't so you I, I took it and i was like really thankful and i had to run round. i had to run about a kilometer just like force myself to run till i was out of his eyesight before walking again <laughs> it is such a low point honestly but um it's it's from things like that i've learned that you need to you need to really to give training the 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 um respect that it deserves and i i got into i fell into american football then and it was it was training every sunday it was proper like training drills um but it only lasted a few years unfortunately because i took a i took a mild concussion at training um not even in a game and I, I stuck with the guys i didn't i didn't play anymore i stuck with them but you always you kind of if you can't play it's, it's you're there and you think i i, I can't i can't be here anymore because i want to play uh, and for your own men your own like physical and mental health you can step away because yeah you can only in reality like any any concussion is not good um but you don't want them want to take another one and i did have all the kit on um but I had to step away. But it did. It did instill in me a lot of good traits of this is how you're meant to warm up and cool down. I I don't really warm up. I find that every time I warm up for a run, I get hurt because I'm overstretching. So I find it easier to 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 cool down, stretch, which works for me. It doesn't work for everyone, mm. but it works for me. But it did instill the the positives of of training, and I I kind of found myself then in 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 the summer house lifting weights doing a uh, strength and conditioning and it was, it was at the same sort of time that i fell into i won a competition for a personal trainer uh, for a month and my uh, coach matthew of the straight stride he was local uh, and it, it did it did wonders for me i kept him on for a uh, quite a long time actually probably about probably about six months to a year and uh, same again it instilled in me things that i needed to learn uh to to, to be a more confident competent runner uh, for for me, however, when we're talking about Instagram, I had to separate my my running from my 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 personal Instagram to my to to, to my running Instagram just for that uh, accountability for for people who who you don't know are giving you support because as much as your friends and family are supporting you, they don't you don't want to be bombarding them with I've just run five k, I've done this speed, I've got this PB. Other people who who are in the same shoes as you are in the same boat they they will appreciate it more so i thought i took the time i split it and it was a kind of like the stars aligning i i i really started taking taking it a lot more seriously um i had my um my instagram I, i'd learned a lot of lessons but i was still making mistakes i was still pulling muscles um so i i think with everyone I, i'm still i'm still early on in my in my in my my personal journey with running but i've now been able to to learn so many lessons that i've run two marathons i've run umpteen half marathons to the point where i am i'm actually running them now and enjoying that level of distance 
um, all because of what came before the cycling, the PT, um, the the American football, and it also instilled with, with doing the American football instilled team spirit, and you can continue that to 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 community spirit. You're a little bit more confident with with talking to people like yourself because I remember I remember actually when when we when we first connected, it was I was still pretty early on in my uh, my Instagram running community uh, days. And we were we were very we were very similar at that point. We were we were just trying to find our feet and find our, our place in the community. So no, that's a little bit of history about about myself. And uh, like you said, with 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 COVID, I think for a lot of people, running helped 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 me a lot. It it helped me get out and clear my head. So you weren't just sitting in the house day in day out and stewing over work or. In, in my case, running helped me a lot because I had a, a bereavement of a really close friend. Um, and anyone that remembers back uh, that follows me will might remember when I started doing my my stories, my reels, I, I wasn't shy. I didn't hide the fact that I was upset when I found out how he died and the, 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 the realities of it. But sh- having the community and sharing these sorts of things, um, sharing sharing emotions, it helped so much. Uh, and I think for a lot of people, it it is an outlet. Running is an outlet. It clears your head, and it also having having Instagram and having people that are in very similar situations, um, they're having your back. It just helps. It helps so much. No, it does. It really does. And I often find sometimes, um, when even when I do my stories, um, in me just talking it out loud um and i've put it out there it's now on it's now on on internet it's out there um i've got it off my chest and it's out there and everyone wants to listen to it listens to it and if they want to send a little message they do invariably they people do message it's fantastic and people send little message a few days later saying um how how are you doing now how are you coping now and it's it's people that you've never met and often you get the most kindness from the people you've never met in your life before. Um, they invest this, this, there's this sort of thing that bonds us together. It's like an invested interest of someone you've not met before, you know? And it's, I think there was one time, um, I think you was one of the first people to do it. See, I think I didn't post anything for about four or five days and you sent me a DM saying, just checking in. You've not been, you've not really been active the last few days. It's not really like you. Hey, yeah, yeah. is everything all right? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm, Thanks for checking in. Um, just, just been a bit busy, I guess. So I took a little break from it all, but little mess like that it means a lot. And like I said, if it happened for you, you got then you got to pass it on to the next person, and they've got to pass it on, and so on and so forth. And now you see that in the way races these days, the the, the likeliness of getting into ballots these days are it's like winning the lottery because so many people are inspired by. It what they're seeing on television, they're looking after their health. I think London had a ridiculous amount in the ballot where you had like a 5% chance of actually getting in through the ballot. Um, And the charities, they're fighting people off the stick these days. So it's fantastic for the sport. It's fantastic for their health and and whatnot. But it's important to pass on to each other the kindness that a person before has given you. It's very important to do that. And you do do learn that. Yeah, you certainly you, for me anyway I, I took notice that you were maybe not posting every day maybe posting every other day and that's something that i tend to do as well so when you see someone posting for weeks and weeks and then suddenly they stop uh you think well 
hopefully everything's okay. Life does life does take over. Yeah, that's 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 what's gonna happen. But when someone's had like full full steam all the time and then it just goes radio silence, it's worth checking in on them. And I think that's what the community is really good for. Uh, is is that having people's back and you do find your little groups uh, certainly we found each other and and you've got your own separate little group and I've got my own separate little group of um, people that I, I, I've met up with before Edinburgh I've met up with before Loch Ness and we actually have regular online sessions now little kind of drinking quiz nights a lot of these people are are, you 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 don't class them as acquaintances anymore. They're friends. You pick up. You, I've I've made a lot of really good friends from from Instagram from running, and the same can be said for for they 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 make the the they make the effort to come to events that they might not have otherwise done. And I think the case in point was the the bonus episode that I did on the Loch Ness Twenty Four and having the likes of of Lee and Jamie. Jamie's runs is his handle and and control out the Lee. They. They kind of stepped out of right. We don't know anything about this event, uh, and they came up to to Inverness. No one made them. It's just because it looked like an interesting event, uh, and they came up. And it's one of those ones where I I had been down to Edinburgh, so Lee knew me and Lee had met me before, uh, and I'd met him briefly at the the, the year previous as Loch Ness um, Baxter's Marathon. So I kind of knew him, but I didn't know Jamie from 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 Adam sort of thing. And it's the same with, with Emma Lipstick and Trainers. She is well-versed in, in a lot of events. She knows what these events are about. And um, she was in communication with the team, the, the, the Loch Ness 2014, but she came up, she made the she made the effort and people go out of their way. And it's something that I want to to reciprocate. I want to go down and, and meet Lee for running events because we are friends. I want to go down to, to Edinburgh. But that and if I really want to do events, I have to go the distance to do them anyway. So like to go down and do the Edinburgh marathon again at some point or do the half marathon, do do the, the men's 10K and go across to Glasgow and do the great the great Scottish run it's again at some point because it clashes with other events. There's always events on. Um, or, or go down and do the great Bristol run or come down and do, like you said, a, a run-through event um, and, and see your friend, see Emma, meet yourself for the first time, even though I would still class you as a friend because we've we've had that much uh, communication over the years it's a great it's a really great uh, community and you you will you will meet these people and you will almost look back and go how how was there a time when i wasn't friends with these people and that that's that's just it it's it's these people that you would never have spoken to at all if you didn't take up running now i'm not saying that you know if you didn't open one door you go through a different door and you might be in a different circle so yeah. it's it's just the choices that that you make, but it's the the one thing that I always say about about the running is is yes, the times are great to you personally, but for me, um, and I'll go into it in detail in a marathon thing. It's it's enjoying the day itself, and I think if you train properly, it allows you to enjoy the event you're going to. Yeah. Um, it takes a lot of the stress, a lot of the strains off of what you've been doing if you don't train properly. Um, but the only way you're going to be able to train properly is, is conversing with people. So I actually set up a little group chat with a few people on, on Instagram that last year we were running marathons in autumn. There was, there was one for, um, I think Amsterdam was about the same time as, yeah, was it? No, Berlin, was, sorry. Uh, Berlin was around the same. Amsterdam was October Earlier. 15th was last year. 
Yeah, so they all fell within each other. I think Berlin was a couple of weeks before London, Amsterdam was a week or so after, and so on and so forth. I remember now because Nick Bester was doing a ridiculous challenge of four marathons in four weekends. Yeah. Absolutely insane. I think I need about two weeks to recover after the marathon. Um, it, so, And again, that's just relative to what your performance levels are. What is your normal training pattern? So uh, anyone that is listening, I hope you've not got bored and tuned up by now. Um, <laughs> If you're still with us, uh, I've said it before, but message people. You believe me when I say we will never think, oh, Steve's messaging again. Yeah. Oh, it might again. take it might take you a, a, an hour or so to respond, but yeah, that's like we said it, throughout the whole podcast. Life, there's life as well, but we'll we'll make yeah. the effort, and people do make the effort to respond. Big time. Big, big time, and we'll we'll pass on what worked for us. And maybe you could think, would it work for you? Maybe it doesn't. But the community is ridiculously good. Like honestly, I'd feel for the people I talk to, I'd be you know like yourself. Um, I would feel super comfortable in in the personal presence because you've built that understanding beforehand. You you've had these conversations you go yeah he's, he's a decent person it's a, it's a sound person um someone who you would socialize with or you would take training advice from and and, and often i've given life advice people give me life advice i've had a, a little issue here or there and they say oh how's that going so it's an outlet it is an outlet and it sort of stops your friends getting bored of your running life yeah yeah certainly uh, my, my friends are are mostly uh, gaming gaming nerds so um, they they have interests in, in other avenues of fitness, um, but at the same time, they just think running is torture, and they don't really want to to hear more about it. They'll happily listen to me when I've come uh, finished a marathon or finished a, a half marathon, and I'm I'm chuffed with my time. They'll listen to that, but at yeah. the end of the day, they just want a, a quick a quick sound bite about it. They don't really want you to to extol the virtues of running to them. I think when I crossed the line uh, at London. I was inundated with text messages. Well done, that's amazing. You've achieved it. I'm thinking I've already technically I've done the marathon before today. The marathon is the training itself. Yeah, the the, 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 the marathon is 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 this like you said, and it's a it's a phrase that a lot of people say, but you said on a number of cases, it's the victory lap. You've put the effort into that point, um, and you have got to enjoy it as much as possible. I think that's a that's a really good time to actually. Uh, to say it's to go back to we we are we are going to talk about our marathons we're not we're we are deliberately avoiding talking about them to it to a point because it will take up a lot of time so um i think we'll, we'll time. yeah we'll, we'll call it we'll call it around about there um but yeah so, so we are members of the one percent club and we do love nothing more but talking and uh, talking about our time that we ran a marathon um but like you hopefully picked up we can't lie it's 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 hard it's it's, it's a lot of a lot of obstacles and a lot of lessons to learn uh and you can only do it really from your own experience but you can certainly reach out to people like myself and steve and members of the community big and small uh who have who have had experiences in uh, marathons and ultra marathons if that's ultimately the goal you're looking for um but we'll we'll cover that in episode two. We'll cover the training and we'll actually cover how the marathons have gone. And I do have another marathon on 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 the calendar, but it isn't for a long time yet. It's 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 nine months away. So um, I have the the time to enjoy my running as much as possible, whereas I don't have to subject myself to the, the insanity that Steve's having to subject himself to. 
Uh, yeah, I'm on week. I'm on week three. Like I said, I'm little, I'm fresh at the moment. But um, I made the mistake the other day of, of scrolling right through my week. So I was like, <laughs> how many miles that week? <laughs> Actually, as a point, what what training block are you doing? Are you doing a 16 week training block? Yeah, I'm doing 16 weeks right, with a deload every fourth week. All ah, right. Okay. So in reality, it's yeah, you've got deload, so you've got more rest weeks. I uh, I stupidly um, and this is again something to come back to for episode two, but my uh, my preference is a twelve week training block. You're a madman. <laughs> <laughs> that's with that's with very little deload. It's 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 just intense. It's why we put ourselves through it is 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 another is another reason. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll cover that in, in episode two. So I think uh, I think yes, yeah, say we'll call it there. Uh, and if you've stuck with us for the duration, we can only thank you. Well done. Yeah, well done. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, hopefully, as as we go through our 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 own kind of journey with the podcast, we'll find our feet. Uh, we'll find uh, we'll find our groove to to work around. And we do. We we both listen to other pod learning podcasts, and we we appreciate the the hard work that they go through. But we also don't want it. We don't want to, to just mimic what someone else is doing. Um, so yeah, hopefully you'll come back and join us as we as we share a little bit more about our our uh, our adventures, our experiences, and try and help you as a listener or a member of the community who who does follow us but maybe doesn't know as much as as we share because you can't you can't ingest everything that uh, everyone in the community has. So listening to it is for me a little bit easier to to kind of consume. Um. But if you have any, if you have any questions, like Steve said, drop us a message. I'm uh, at Mister underscore Steve underscore Runs on Instagram, and you are Steve at Runner Man Steve. Very very simple name. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually kept mistakenly typing it as 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 uh, Running Man Steve for some reason, but uh, Runner Man Steve um, for for Steve himself. Runner, runner. Sorry, it was going to it was going to be Running Man, Steve, but it's very similar to I found uh, another user had Running Man, um, and their name. So I thought I'm not going to go. I'll just call it Running Man. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll tag it in the in the description, and also if you want to follow the podcast itself, if you found us through any of the the social platforms for podcasts, if it's on Spotify, if it's on Apple, if it's on Amazon, we are also on Instagram with an account and that is at the point 99 podcast. Uh, give us a follow. We'll share some uh, news about ourselves and other members of the community. Uh, just try and share the love a little bit and, uh, and forward the positivity that you do with like we've been extolling that it does, it does happen. Um, but yeah, you can also drop us an email. At, it's the same uh, as our handle. It's the point 99 podcast at gmail.com. Uh, so feel free to fire us an email if you've got any any questions if if you're not on Instagram, uh, and we'll we'll happily respond to you. Absolutely, uh, and any constructive feedback, constructive criticism, whatever you want to call it, that was <laughs> that's always that's always welcome because he likes likes these. So this is a, uh, our first uh, episode, so it might seem a little bit. Mm, this joint you're not too sure of ones you've listened to that are quite polished that have been doing it for quite some time, but we will get we will get used to it and it will hopefully be as informative 
every time for you. I know, she my daughter's awake now. <laughs> That's a good time. That's a good time to call it, call it quits. That's a good time to call it quits. <laughs> right, I think there. Well, uh, until next time, uh, as I say, we'll hopefully be bi-weekly, but if, please follow our social platforms um, and find out the next the next date for, for us to drop. But until next time, hope you, the, all your runs are productive, no matter what the fitness you're doing. Just try stay positive uh, and keep the motivation going. Move forward. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself. And there we go.